Welcome to Raw Radio. And we are live again. Again, once again, once again, here we go. Yep. Over and over. Yep. Are we going to flow? Weekly. I don't know how f- good the flow will go. But, uh, <laughs> the flow yeah, is very rocky between you and I. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think we're going to talk about flow rolling a little bit today. Yeah, we will. But before we get there, uh, let's talk about Roll TV. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's, let's plug that in, right? So we have um, <clears throat> this brand new platform that we've been talking about for some time, or several weeks now. Um, we're making it available um, to all listeners of Roll Radio. Go to rollacademy.tv and um, you know take advantage of the the discount that Roll Radio coupon gives you. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, check out the content over there. Over six hundred videos. Um, at this point, I think this is becoming a um, you know a useful tool to a lot of students, at least the ones that I get a feedback from. There's a lot yeah. of people from outside of the academy actually taking advantage of it, I'm actually surprised. There's some guy from New Zealand. So whoever you are, <laughs> I don't know your name, but if you're from Zealand, you're listening to this, you know, we noticed you. I noticed you. So good for you. Take advantage of these things because that's why we do it. Uh, new content is being piped all the time. And actually the new stuff that I'm doing right now is these tips yeah and they are on YouTube too so you can, they are completely free um, but if you go to roll roll uh, roll TV you can actually see them there all together with the rest of the content yeah and if you go to our YouTube channel where this podcast is being put as well, you can see them there too so yeah. you know multiple places the same message but I'm hoping that some of these tips quote unquote really help um, you know individuals with the common and not so common questions. Right. Yeah. Like, and I, I, well, there's so many of them uh, already, which are great. And I think there, there's some for beginners. There are some for more advanced students who have been around for a while. Right. And they're not necessarily about technique. They're about culture. Um, they're about journey. Um, so, you know, uh, check them out. Check them yeah. out. And Some of the recent ones I filmed is like, you know, consistency. What does that mean? Yeah. Can I, should I roll with a higher belt? You know, can yes, I should. ask a black belt to train with me? I mean, those are important yeah. questions, right? It should is. I sh- should I roll with somebody who's lower rank? Um, yes. those, those are some important questions that we uh, we talked about. There was a big one, especially targeted for our uh, my good friend Zook. You know, What's how that? many geese do I need? No, just, <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter how many you need. Just you don't need a red one. Yeah, do no, not read a red a red gee. Don't bring no. a red gee to with to my class. Um, um anyway, um. So take advantage of it, right? RollAcademy.tv. Roll Radio is the coupon. Take it, take it, um, take advantage of it. It's thirty percent of all subscriptions. So take advantage of it. Um, it's a um, good opportunity. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. And I think what we're talking about today could fit right into that BJJ tip category. Uh, we talked a lot about flow rolling um, with the Silver Fox, and uh, you know he does it quite often, multiple times a week, uh, and he holds a. a a lot of value in it, not only because of what it does for you uh, physically, like you're going lighter than normal or whatever, um, but the education that it provides too. And right. I, th- I think people miss that part of it. They really do. So let's define what flow rolling is. Let's be very specific on this because a lot of people, first of all, a lot of people don't know even know what it is. Mm-hmm. Two, they, they think they know what it is, but they use it in a very different purpose. 
right? So let's let's define it. Let's create okay. a definition around this. In your mind, what flow rolling means? Flow rolling for me is 10% or less resistance um, for you and your partner uh, while you explore whatever you may be working on. And it can open up and expand into other stuff too. It, it's, so it's not drilling. It's not the same move over and over again. But if you're working on something, how do I get there? Oh, I see this path now that I didn't see before um, because you're getting a low level of resistance and you are mo- moving at a much slower, lighter, easier pace um, so that you, like I said, those you can see those pathways uh, open up before you. You know, Submissions it's, it's during flow roll? Yes, no? Um, I, it dep- I think it's like you always talk about rules of engagement. I think it, it depends uh, on what you and your partner have decided for the day, but I do see a benefit to, to both. Because um, maybe you're just working on guard stuff, right? Why? Why do a submission? Or maybe do catch and release, uh, something like that. But, um, yeah, it's you decide. You guys make the rules before you do it. Uh, talk about it a little bit, what your goals are, uh, and and then have the that give and take during the the flow roll. So since you are so chatty today, um, <laughs> what's the difference in your mind between drilling and flow rolling? Uh, drilling is a series of repetitive movements to um, just to tighten up a uh, a technique. So to, to get the moves down, right, A, B, C, D, where um, and you're doing it at, at probably a higher pace, repetitive motion. It's like reps. You're doing reps over and over and over and over again. Um, and your partner basically at that point, I think, is a training dummy. They're putting that they're not they're not moving. They're just letting you do this technique over and over and over again, mm-hmm. where flow roll even you you bring the intensity level down even more. However, your partner is moving. They are going to try and escape. They're going to try and reverse. They're going to, if submissions are in play, they're going to try and submit you. Um, but you, you might still be working on that same technique you were doing in drilling, but now it's more in a, in a, I don't want to say real world, but you know, a real world environment. Um, so that you can, like I said earlier, find those pathways. So would you agree that drilling, the focus of drilling is more of a refining the steps within the technique? So the execution of the technique versus drilling is more of refining the transitions between the techniques. I think you might have said drilling twice, but... Sorry. Yeah. Flow so, roll. So, Second yeah, one was a flow, flow roll. roll. So drilling is, I know... I, I know my grip needs to be here, drilling. My grip needs to be here. My foot needs to be on the hip. I have to hip out in a certain direction um, and throw my legs up. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do that exact same thing with my partner just sitting there over and over and over and over and over again so that it becomes, you know, ideally at some point in your life, muscle memory. Where flow is, I get my grip. And I'm holding lightly because he may or may not remove that grip. I put my foot on his hip. He might remove it. Um, I throw my legs up. He postures up out of the way, you know, and, and so then you, when you are, if you're working on that same thing you were drilling, well, now there's a different process and maybe I got, I can try it again later, you know, and there's that give and take. 
So what is the difference now between flow rolling and sparring? Um, intensity, speed. Um, there's, what's, what's the objective? Um, more, even a more real-world application of it, right? Um, the objective would be to execute, the. I would think, probably in the most efficient, fastest way you can uh, with power and strength um, to submit your partner if that, if you're working on a submission, right. Uh, or to pass your partner, if you're working on passing, um, you know, you still have to have certain ideas in mind when you go into it, but it's, you know, you're not going to be able to do something repetitively. The chances are pretty slim that you're going to be able to do whatever you're working on repetitively over and over and over again and around. Have you found the, I feel like I'm interviewing you now. Um, Uh Oh, everybody just tuned out. (laughs) We just lost all the listeners. We just lost all the listeners. Um, Have you found drilling, flowing and sparring as um, clear cut um, identifiers, I guess, in your training? Like, do you use them specifically with that purpose or is it more blurry? I don't use drilling or flowing enough. I can say that for sure. Um, and I, I should, you know, you have a little bit of an inspiration when you talk to somebody uh, like Carl, like the silver Fox um, that I need to really incorporate it more. I need more mat time to do it. Um, or, you know, when you're in an open mat situation, approach somebody and say, Hey, this one round, let's just drill or this one round, let's just flow because I'm working on this or that, or I, I need a break. Right. We talked a lot about, you know, you can't go, we could have easily called this takeaway balls to the wall. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you're not, if you're not, if you're confused right now, you have to listen to some interview, but you know, sometimes you can't go, sometimes you can't even go 60% all week. Um, So drill flow. um, It's a, it's a, way to expand your horizons a little bit and your knowledge. So I can see you're holding back a yawn right now. I must be boring you. But so let's, let me flip this then. When you started uh, back with uh, Carlson senior, I'm guessing there was very, very little flow rolling. <laughs> <laughs> we flowed all right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure you did. The blood flowed, but I don't know if you guys flowed. <laughs> Um, you know, I think Carl even talked about that and many of our guests talked about that quite a bit over last, you know, year plus we've been doing these conversations, you know, back then 20 years ago, um, it was very different approach to training. You know, if you listened to, um, Mario Sperry's interview that we did a few weeks back, he talked about it quite extensively, Mm -hmm. um, drilling, looked very different, you know, sparring. It was more like a bloodbath, you know, it it was hundred percent. Well, Mario brought the drilling into it a little bit more, right? Right. Right. From judo, uh, from Olympic wrestling. But I'm, but I'm talking about how it used to be old school, Mm -hmm. how it's was presented. Right. So it, 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 you know, it was the drilling 
focus of the drilling was what we would know today as a class, as a technique. You know, a, here's a one technique shown. You you kind of experiment. You learn the steps. You go through it. Um, you know, and then, you know, we often jumped into, you know, 100% training. And whether you were, you know, white belt with a couple stripes or purple brown belt, you know, there was barely any black belts back then. But, you know, whatever your rank was, you were just getting beat up, you know. Um, you know, was it a right way? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not the one to judge this, yeah. you know, but I do know that wear and tear on the body back then was significantly higher than it is today. Yeah. And, and perhaps that's the reflection of how many people sticked around doing jujitsu today. Yeah. You know, I just had this recently conversation with, with one of my students. And if you look around Chicagoland area, most of the black belts who do have academies today are some of the guys that, kind of I came up with I some of you know I was a white they were blue or purple and you know it is a lot of those guys but there's many 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 others that didn't make it you know they stopped training for whatever reason and unfortunately often the wear and tear was a big part of it like sure. I even know myself four knee surgeries dislocated shoulders and all the other things popped ribs and all the other stuff is because we trained hard not the train harding trade training hard is not a good thing. It is. But there is that fine balance that Carl even talked about. Yeah. You know, knowing when to drill, knowing when to go hard, knowing when to flow, yeah. knowing when to educate yourself, knowing when to read, write and read your notes, knowing when, when to study. Yeah. It, 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 those are different components that we have today available to us. You know, I, I remember back in the day, we had a book, a book, yeah. one, so one book. When flow rolling was introduced to you, what did you think of it? What was your first impression? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I can't go hundred <laughs> percent. You know, and and it's it, and it's that's how it's being viewed today. Still, you know, yeah. still to yeah. this point, yeah. you know, and you know, I think a big contributor to that mindset is because by nature, as humans, we are very competitive creatures. It's all about the win. Mm. Think about it. It's always about the win. It's always about being better than somebody else. And that's how our world is today, especially here in the U.S. You know, I want that promotion. I want to get that faster. I want that better car. I want that larger house. I want this. I want that. And it's always about upping it up, mm -hmm. getting it better. It's always a competition, right? which is fine if it's a healthy balance. Yeah, but you, I don't think you can ever – I don't think with that attitude – like seriously that's your attitude that you're ever going to find um like happiness success but i'm not um, talking about driving like you know over dead bodies to achieve these points but i think overall our lives are competitive sure sure the and so what, where i was going with that though is if you take a step back mm -hmm. slow down reflect you might see the importance of other things oh yeah right because you're not so narrow yes. focused and it's the same thing on the mat yes if I'm only focused on smashing my partner or submitting my partner. I, I think there's a much more beautiful, um, the art of jujitsu is being lost. You will never, I don't think you'll see the art of it. You're just going to see the, the power of it, the strength of it. Mm -hmm. And as you get older and that power and strength gets taken away from you and it doesn't matter who you are, there's power, there's 55 year old power lifters on the mat mm -hmm. that say daily, they're not what they used to be. Mm -hmm. Right. When that starts getting taken away from you, 
and you haven't seen the art yet, there's a pretty good chance you're going to, you're going to quit. You're going to leave. It's hard. It's hard. Let's put it that way. You know, I think from the competitive lives to plus the sports that we, we might play as younger individuals, you know, whether high school or college, you know, all of them are, a lot of them are, have a physical component to them. And there is a very clear black and white winner loser mm-hmm. um, situation. And when we, when, when, when we convert that into a jujitsu art class or jujitsu class or jujitsu as an art, um, it's very difficult for us to let go of those components yeah. because they are so embedded in our lives. And I'm not talking about, I want to, you know, over my dead body, I want to achieve this. It, this is just what we do, mm-hmm. just what we do every single day. And it, and I think it's hard. And the second thing is what we talk about with, with Silver Fox it, it, is that often we rely on these components of strength and speed because we're trying to compensate for the lack of technique right. yeah. that we have. So yeah, this I, is what I call a survival mode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is over my dead body. You're not going to be on top yeah. of me. I'm not going to think. I'm not going to make rational decisions. I'm not going to make logic out of the situation. I just want to get you off of me. Just get that. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. And I think that's why flow rolling is so hard for white belts and even blue belts. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, so to have that attitude, though, of I just need to get you off of me, um, I'm going to go back a little bit again and say that that's when you miss out on the art of jujitsu when you miss out on the the concepts of jujitsu um for sure you know and you and you're not i think you don't develop either you know it's like you you got these guys that have you know choke x and they're hitting everybody with it Mm -hmm. right but they're hitting everybody with choke x not because it's so good their technique is so good but because they're so strong and they're fast and they're smashing you and they're hitting you with it um and, you know, Silver Fox talked about it a little bit too. That person that's getting smashed and choked, if they train smarter and in different ways, there's going to be a point where they're going to get that guy back. Yeah. Um, and they're, and because their technique is developing, their brain is developing. They're seeing things and opportunities in that second split second where that guy's not smashing you quite as fast anymore. Mm-hmm. Things are opening up. Oh, I know how to avoid this now. Right? One trick pony. We've talked about that before too. Well, and if we were to boil this down to the one simple phrase, you know, is again, being comfortable in uncomfortable situations. And as cliche it is, you know, be judgmental, whatever, you know, make fun of me. I don't don't care. But the point is, if I'm in these tough spots and I cannot make rational decisions, I cannot put intelligence behind my motions, I will overreact, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's often seen with arguments between individuals, not to deviate this whole conversation, but there's a good example of it, actually. The main, I'm not a psychologist. If any of psychologists out there, let me know. I would love to have these conversations, but I think a lot of people raise their voice or their, you know, they scream or yell is because they lose control of the communication factor. Right. They cannot relay their information efficiently, so they raise their voice trying to overpower the other person. This, 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 in a similar situation, this is something that we're dealing with. Yeah. You know, we cannot make intelligent decisions in these compromised positions, so we're trying to use physicality and speed, and we're trying to overpower the other person with those components because that's all we have. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're big or small, doesn't matter. Like, this is my max speed, my, my max power. I'm going to use it. Yeah. 
You know, hopefully it'll get me where I need to go. So anyway, I, you know, if you guys are listening to this and you didn't tune out yet because we talked too much, it you know, flow rolling super important. I, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan. Drilling, front rolling, sparring, and and believe me, if you train with me, you already know I love training hard. I do, but there there is undeniable fact behind slowing things down, taking power away from yourself, and really focusing on the fluidity, seeing the opportunities, and really refining some of those execution points that in the long run, just think about how effective you could be mm-hmm. if you don't have to analyze every position. Right. They just flow between each other. Yeah. I mean, this is what they call, he's three steps ahead of me. Yeah. And that strength and speed will still be there. So when you need it, you'll have it. Right? Smash them. You'll just have the knowledge to go along with it. <laughs> Let's All wrap right. this up. This was yes, a good sir. one. Listen, listen. if you haven't listened to uh, Silver Fox, make sure you tune in and make sure you take a look at his YouTube channel. That that dude is freaking brilliant. Yeah, he's brilliant and he's fun and uh, he's a super nice guy. So I'm so happy we, got, uh, we had the chance to talk to him today. It was awesome. Yep. All right. Peace. Later. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care.